0: Manscaped is the leader in below the waist grooming. Now it's time to trust them with the whole shebang. A good manscaping routine is the key to flopping with confidence. Just ask Buddy Franklin in the
1: 2022 grand final. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. Inside you will find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair trimmer, ultra premium body wash, ultra premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner.
0: I actually shampooed my hair last night. The sham was silent, but the poo was loud.
1: Well, I didn't need to know that, but you'll also find the ultra-premium deodorant to hopefully cover that smell up after the fact. Crop Preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant, Crop Reviver ball spray toner, anti-chafing boxes, and the shed travel bag to chuck it all in. The lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Hair Trimmer both feature
0: proprietary advanced skin-safe technology and that will protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are also waterproof so you can shave with less mess. Bush, do you like Imagine Dragons? Yeah, don't mind them. Well, Imagine Dragon, this premium ball shaver along those smooth, salty nuts as you kick back watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, you me and Dupree, or any number of Kate Hudson DVDs.
1: Well unlike those DVDs where you'd get a hundred percent off at the store, you can get 20% off all these Manscape products we've told you about with free shipping by using the code Truefooty20 at manscape.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com and using the code Truefooty 20. It's time you enjoyed the finer things in life and got yourself a platinum package for your platinum package. DVDs nuts. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast) <laughs>
2: I'm fascinated by all the ornaments in this room. It's fucking crazy, bro.
1: Yeah, a bit of, bit of nostalgia floating around here. Yeah, fucking nice. This seat doesn't adjust. Oh, yeah, you got the dud. Grab another one.
0: Nah, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> I like being a very medium height. <laughs>
2: <laughs> medium range. You sounded like the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer actor in that new Netflix series when you said that. <laughs> I don't know what You have is. to watch. You know Jeffrey Dahmer, right? The guy that killed 17 people and like, cut them up and ate them.
0: I know the name. I just know yeah. him from the South
1: Park parody. Oh really? Yeah Fuck I, I'll have to watch that Yeah it's like him And a couple of other Serial killers It's fucking hilarious Yeah what Is that like a Was that just an episode Of some yeah, of yeah. season Years ago? Yeah Yeah right. but it was mainly About like the devil Having a sweet 16 and he, sends, like, <laughs> and he sends like The free fucking Serial killers Up to the thing To like get him His Ferrari cake And all this <laughs> shit a sweet 16 Would want And they keep yeah. Fucking up Podcast. True Footy Podcast, 93, a seamless transition. We Wait, should, is that actually we, the start? Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll see how much we're going to leave in. We should just review South Park instead of football from now on, yes. I think. Yeah. Who's anyway.
2: your
0: favourite South Park character?
1: Cartman. Nice. Nah, probably. I'd have to think about that.
0: Anyway, <laughs> True Footy Podcast, 93. Randy Marsh. Joined by Druzy. The first time you've been back in the studio since what was it like 56 i reckon at a punt yeah 55 might have been i'm going
1: 52 i reckon yeah that's my that's my prediction i'm back baby yeah yeah there goes the audio (laughs) (laughs) i
0: always have this issue Um, how are you Drews? welcome back
2: yeah great mate great 30 days out from finishing my honors degree Mm. stressed just groundhog day as they say Mm. same thing every day just uni gym uni gym uni gym and that's about it Come give
1: you a cuddle From time to time And yeah. that's about it really How You're not it? so uni With Jim then are you? Yeah. Uh, no. him on the side No bye <laughs> Uni James um, Sober
0: October You were just briefly Telling yeah. me about Yeah And yeah. Uh, was listening out A good way to kick that off Yeah
2: great <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah so I don't know Like I've just Had a few big weekends mm. Like in a row and it sort of just sets you back into like Wednesday until you start to feel normal again mm. so me and Sean and Sammy a couple of the lads are all doing Sober October so yeah hopefully I can be more productive and whatnot. But How's
0: the uh, mental clarity? Oh fantastic yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah real good
0: yeah let's move <laughs> Well it was a big, big weekend for a couple of reasons long weekend here in Perth uh, but of course it was grand final weekend and uh, I think we've gone three minutes of recording before actually mentioning that we're going to talk about the grand final today <laughs> the biggest game of the year yes, yes. Uh, you meant to do it to Jesse uh, it's like the football. force yeah um, <laughs> grand final day uh what did we think of it where, where did you spend grand final day you did a live stream didn't you yep on my couch in my living
2: room with Sean O, just watching mm. streaming to about 20 people yeah nothing that, crazy
0: uh, well we did very similar with uh joined by papa mcclure as well uh, i do remember going onto to your pod uh, sorry your your stream with about like 20 minutes to go in the game and you just looked so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was just like there was nothing exciting at that point because yeah. the game was over by like five minutes
2: into the third quarter
0: mm. um oh so. if uh, a quarter time it was very close yeah. overall.
2: Well, eight. Sydney sort of fought back somewhat in the second quarter like they started to compete, like their ball movement was getting a little bit better, started to get handball chains going and whatnot. So I was like, all right, maybe Sydney can come back into it. We've seen a lot of co- comebacks this year, but Geelong just too old, too strong, too experienced. Too good. Too good. Yeah, it's
0: funny how they've kind of defied that whole um the whole thing about them getting older and more mm. and more experienced. It's like they they really are like I don't want to say a trendsetter but they really are doing their own kind of list strategy aren't they Like, mm-hmm. I think that was the oldest team ever Yeah, both yeah. in the prelim and then the grand final when they were 7 days old <laughs> respectively <laughs> times 22
1: did you hear Dave Mundy signed in a 5 year deal with John? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, and Josh Kennedy <laughs> they'd probably take him on yeah yeah
0: well yeah I reckon Yeah, Mundy would get a game so yeah he's good probably, enough yeah. to play he'd on any enough. team yeah. he'd, just, yeah. he'd walk in oh, signing right, 22 it's, it's I forgot I was with some free <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah well my first question to you Drew was what what did you make of the game were you entertained <laughs> I'm guessing like yeah. well
2: grand finals you can't just say oh that, that was a shoot game for me because it's mm. like it's one team versus another and one team's better than the other <laughs> analysis. analysis but same as last year like I enjoyed watching Petrarca Clayton Oliver mm. etc Bailey Fritch run a mark and mm. show why they're the best team same as Geelong um, like seeing Joel Selwood get a flag in his last game um yeah, bloody Tyson Stengel, the story that he's had this year. Um, Brad Close had a massive game. I don't know. I like. I don't have a sook because the game's bad. I enjoy the team that's doing well. So like, I enjoyed it. And uh, my poppy's a Geelong fan, so I was happy for the, them to get the flag for him as well. Mm. Um, it obviously wasn't the most riveting contest, but like, yeah, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty good summary of it. I think th- t- there is fewer things more underwhelming though than a bad grand final and as you say, you probably shouldn't call it a bad grand final because we saw a dominant Geelong side Mm. win the premiership and and yeah, we don't want to make it sound too negative because they they have pulled off something awesome. I think last year for me though, admittedly I was going for Melbourne last year but I think the way they did it was at least exciting, like 74 points but it felt like a thriller for like three and a half quarters whereas this game was clearly Geelong were just on from the beginning and Sydney just took too long to find their feet uh, the average margin in the grand final mm-hmm. over the last four years, well, yeah, since since uh, my heroic Eagles one, <laughs> um, is sixty eight points. Yeah, yeah. One. it has been a while since we've actually had a good close grand final. Twenty twenty was a bit of an exception, where I think it ended up being about five goals in the end. Mm. I think it was about thirty points, but again, that felt close. And then Dusty Martin just like just yeah. shat all over. The- <laughs> Um, Is that since eighteen, including twenty eighteen? No, last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So seventy four points last year, eighty one points this year. Twenty nineteen was eighty nine or ninety one points, eighty nine points. Some stupid. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that would go down as like top five biggest grand final wins.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy how like the two best teams in the competition face off. Like you always expect the grand final to be a good game, and the last four have just been like not no contest Mm. with like ten minutes left in the last quarter. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well. we again making it sound negative but Geelong pulled off an incredible feat Bush were you surprised the fact not so much that Geelong won but you surprised that it got out to 81 points
1: I was surprised by the margin for sure I've I've sort of had Sydney pegged all year long as that sort of team that can sort of (laughs) stop another team from getting too much momentum and sort of swarming over them but on the biggest stage of them all that sort of let them down
0: yeah they were they were really disappointing they had a couple of like Lone Rangers so to speak Chad Mm. Warner had a great game I know you're a huge fan of his looks Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And his ass (laughs) uh, Uh, Gross Nude Leaks Etc I know He did play really well In a um, In a losing grand final with Two goals 29 touches I think um, And then for the apparently
1: the is rated Best on ground By like the analytics
0: champion or Champion data yeah. was Yeah The analytics <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No champion data You're right And then Buddy Franklin Was like a distant last That is crazy uh, Yeah What did
2: he have t- Like two
0: touches, uh, I I think touches.
2: Five touches yeah. yeah
0: five or six so Yes yeah, so five
2: Crazy um,
0: I mean it wasn't really The sort of day Where he's going to get Lots of opportunities Was it There was no clean ball I don't remember a single clean inside of this 50 for Sydney. Yeah, that's there's, true. No, there's, there's no joke there. Talking about clean bars, Manscaped. Yeah, true, 40 yeah. 20. <laughs> um,
2: I think it was a real bad call to play Sam Reed because he was so underdone. Like, every contest he was in, he was just getting beaten by, like, Sam DeConing, like, young player, elite athleticism, you know, like. Spring chicken, you know what I mean? Explosive and everything. Coming up against, like, a older player who's injured. You you would have been way better off with Logan McDonald in that, that side. Not that it would have made a difference to, yeah. the, to the result, but um, they lost lots of contests where Sam Reed just couldn't get the job done. Yeah, yeah, you're
0: right. And Longmower actually... Um... Expressed that view as well in the press, uh, press conference afterwards. You said, yeah, yeah, we okay. got that call wrong. Yeah, uh, which I thought was a strange thing to say when your team got rolled by eighty-one points. I <laughs> just like leave it. But
1: I love the transparency though. Ultimately, yeah, it's yeah. Cool yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. yeah, people don't own their stuff up so as often as you like these days. Mm-hmm. True. But um, you your horse Longmire. Appreciate your stuffing it? up there. Oh yeah, horse on my. Oh Longmire. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he's, he's known as horse. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Just if his pants were transparent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's weird though because we saw Sydney play such a good game at the G against Melbourne um, only a few weeks before and they couldn't implement that again against Geelong on the same ground and they've been like recognised as, as one of the best pressure sides in the competition all season but just completely fell off a cliff in the grand final. It was very uncharacteristic of them.
0: You're right, yeah. There's certainly no fears for them at the MCG. I, remember, I think over the last two years, they've had a few good wins there. Uh, I remember they tore up Richmond early last year. Yeah, yeah uh, this that's This year, right. as you say, beat the, beat the Demons there twice. Mm-hmm. And then they're coming up against a side who's not actually a traditional MCG side. Yeah. Who, like, they play there a bit, but they're not a true home side. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I think, just the occasion. Geelong yeah. were ready for it. they have been waiting for a long time. A lot of those players would have either played in a premiership before... Um, or played in the grand final in 2020 as well so I think as we said it was the oldest cat side uh, oldest side ever and Sydney's I don't have any stats to back this up but I did read that they're the one one of the youngest grand final sides ever so I think it was a combination of that just the early start for Geelong and um, yeah Sydney just never really got into the contest and it doesn't really speak to how good they've been this year Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes when there's a runaway grand final winner we look back on that year and think that team was so much better than everyone else and Geelong was rightfully the best team Mm -hmm. this year but they're not 81 points better than the second side. It's just how history will reflect.
2: Yeah, and Sydney are going to have to overcome that hoodoo of the last few years. Like, every team to lose in a grand final mm. in the last little bit has just gone to crud. So, yeah, that's
0: yeah. Yeah, true. Um, so the Bulldogs did buck that trend by making the finals, at least. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but you're right. Obviously, that's a big drop-off from, from where they were. Uh, it will be interesting to see. Sydney is such a typically... Uh, resilient team mm. uh, like historically so they got rolled in 14 they did make a t- the top four in 15 but they were putrid in i think like series. the
2: last four issues like who, who have we had like gws f- falling off a cliff yep. adelaide falling off a cliff yeah um i suppose geelong weren't that team
0: geelong didn't really get rolled though like yeah they true. lost by five goals that was a pretty close yeah final. um yeah but we'll see yeah it's an interesting point that there is a genuine trend there um, and we also read on Reddit that you, what you're saying about the statistic around uh, grand final teams.
1: Oh, remind <laughs> me. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to segue him to try and get, get
0: combo a bit. Uh, no, the one where. Um, Oh, I'll just say it no, no no grand finals Is it no premiership side Or no grand finals side I had
1: with no teams ever had The same lineup again After a yeah. grand final lineup. Yeah okay Yeah, yeah. so now yeah.
0: that Selwood's retired um, And uh, Yeah I think it was Jackson Just Selwood Getting traded as well Yeah Jackson got tra- Getting traded There's no chance that um, the, the same premiership side Can ever play again together It's like never happened before Yeah okay There's always been Some sort of change Or injury Or uh, retirement mm. um, as, it, as it happens Okay um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Joel Selwood, retired after four flags, six grand finals, three hundred and fifty-five games. Is he the best Selwood? <laughs> 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 no, for Flemington baby. Troy man. <laughs> 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 um, no, he's had an amazing career. Chris Scott said he's like one of probably the best player he'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you consider everything, which. No, vague, but obviously that's, <laughs> that's an incredible career. Highest winning percentage of any player
2: ever. Is that right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it doesn't at online.
0: Yeah, his <laughs> first year walked into a premiership side and, and, and bows out with his fourth premiership in his last game as well.
2: Yeah. Three as captain? No, one as captain. Only one. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So I think Cameron Ling retired oh, on yeah, the Lingie flag. 11, yeah, Ling yeah. mm. 11. And then who was 2007? Harley? Probably. Yeah, Harley would have been and at on least Arlie. one of them. Maybe yeah. two.
0: Yeah. That's true. But it's
2: been a long time, like, since the Cats have won a flag. They've just been so good for so long that you sort of, like, I don't know, don't think about it, but it was over a decade ago that they won their last flag.
0: Well, Sydney won one more recently than mm. the Cats did, they, which is, because you think of yeah. it, yeah, 2012. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So, that, yeah, that was interesting to me. You look at the up and, young up-and-coming side, Sydney, you think, oh, it'd be more exciting if they won, but they've actually won more recently, mm. and certainly played in, like, I'd say more grand finals off the top of my head. Yeah, recently, 20, for sure. Um, and Sydney played in 14 and 16, as well as 12, so yeah analysis, analysis like that. <laughs> speaking of highest percentage winners uh, Chris Scott is now uh, well actually I don't know if that changed this week but I did look it up out of interest he has the best win-loss ratio of any coach who's coached over 57 games mm-hmm. so like, if you run the, the uh, table on AFL tables um, there's a he- heap that won one game as a caretaker coach they have 100% and then there was a smattery of guys who did like a couple of seasons here and there. But he's coached, I think, about 187 games or something like that. Yeah, okay. Um, best win-loss ratio. And uh, now his second premiership. So uh, do you feel it kind of validates Chris Scott? He's a guy that has been getting a lot of pressure yeah, over the last sort of 10
1: years. Yeah, he sort of copped a bit of shit once all those guys from that first flag started retiring. Mm-hmm. and Everyone's sort of like, oh, you just got lucky you got on the bomber Thompson tail end and quite a few of those guys still in their prime. but. He's kept him consistently About the mark And now that he's got A second flag With a different group of guys It sort mm. of Does vindicate him I reckon
2: Yeah he, Geelong have always been The barometer Like the entire time Like what club has been good For
0: over a decade mm. None And then Even Sydney would probably Be the next side you think of And yeah. like, they've dipped as well Yeah Because Geelong have dipped Out of the finals once
2: Yeah mm. um, Chris Scott. Yeah, well, last year, like, after that prelim loss, there was so much pressure on him because it was like, when will this side win a flag? They're only yeah. getting older and older. And then, yeah, all of this year. Didn't lose a game for the last, what, like, four months or something. Yeah, well,
0: their last loss was against Fremantle in round 9. I think it was. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Nice! <laughs> Fremantle are the real premiers. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it might be St. Kilda. Could be wrong, Kilda. maybe. I'm pretty sure they went 5-4 and four against Fremantle.
2: Okay. Let, let me... Fact check this. I hope thing. I hope you're right because yeah. then it's like you know Freeman automatic premiers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Saint <laughs> <goes to> KFC. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously Chris Scott uh, validated uh, or vindicated as uh, the right man for the yeah. job, winning a premiership like that, and he's sort of overseen you know the Hawks era, the Richmond era, and they've bobbed up for two flags either side of that. So it's not like they didn't have tough competitors in that time. Obviously we've talked about in the last pod, Geelong do have some advantages in some way some are inherent like location yeah a little bit those are more likely to attract the the country victorian kids yeah, yeah. or players rather well the
1: people who like living on the coast having a bit of a surf that sort of thing yeah Melbourne's not really the place for that
0: yeah and some of them not inherent some of them are earned and that's the culture which i think isaac smith was talking about today uh or well, recently and normie. Uh, yeah normie exactly yeah we haven't didn't even touch on that yet. Um, <laughs> And also, you know, the, the winning culture as well over the last 15 years, the success. So it was St. Kilda round nine,
1: by the way. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my mistake. I Unfortunately. Had round, I
0: had round nine right, but obviously the, the team wrong. So there we you played go. In round seven. I can yeah. see myself corrected.
1: <laughs> um, and did you know that Isaac is Norm's grandson? I actually fell for that
0: We saw that on your stream And you were like Oh really? I didn't know that How <laughs> yeah, cool yeah. Rad, dude <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out as well To the oldest ever Norm Smith medalist Isaac Really? Three goals 32 possessions Yeah, how old is he? Like 30 odd Yeah Analysis
1: <laughs> um,
0: Yeah uh, You know what as well Is an interesting trend Only one non-Victorian Premier In the last decade Ooh,
1: Can you guess who that was? Wet toast. Yes, it was a wet toast. Adelaide.
0: They won best a, camp. There is a
1: strong...
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's a strong um, Victorian dominance over the last yeah. 15 years. Vic bias. So I'm trying to think, since 06, West Coast's last one, there was Sydney in 12. Mm-hmm. Is there any other non-Victorian side won one? So that, we're looking at two in 15 years.
2: West Coast and Sydney, oh, that's pretty harsh on the South Australian clubs. And I was going to say West Coast and Sydney are the only real, like, legitimate, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Brisbane yeah. as well. I'm talking shit. My <laughs> my point has no valid. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> my point has no valid. That's because Port
0: and the Crows both, like, won and, yeah. and, and been successful at, like, around the mark as well and gotten close in other years, but... Yeah.
2: Well, in the first sort of couple of weeks of finals, it was like all the Melbourne based clubs were losing. Like yeah, Collingwood, Collingwood lost. Mm. Uh, Bulldogs lost. Who else lost in the first week of finals? Uh, Richmond. Uh, Richmond. And did you say
0: Melbourne? Doggies. Melbourne, Collingwood. Yeah, Melbourne. Days.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, not a Melbourne based, but yeah, mm. Victorian. Yeah. That is true.
0: Yeah, so we really need to get our act together. And I think West Coast is going to do their part next year. So it's up <laughs> to you guys to, to help, help eight. Flag mantle's on, baby. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, baby. we'll see, we'll see. Um, cool. Any other thoughts and comments on the grand final? Um, we've covered it, really. I hup, think. Hup. Oh, Tyson Stengel. All right, mm. we should shout out Tyson Stengel. You, you did touch on him, but does this almost solidify him as Recruited of the Year? I know there's another candidate from your club, Will Brody, mm. when you consider as well the cost. Yeah. But when you consider it as well, Stengel's kicked four goals in a winning grand final side, the first ever all Australian after being delisted, mm. uh, as well picked up as a delisted free agent specifically. That's hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's had an incredible yeah. year, and he's a gun.
2: Players like him are very hard to come by. Just like pocket rocket, mm. kicks like two or three goals every week. Kicked four in the grand
0: final. Mm. Um, yeah, probably recruited for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's his third list. Um, so props to Eddie Betts, I believe it was, who was instrumental in going, "Hey, we need to get that guy." And yeah. uh, there you go, delivered a premiership. Might well, may have won one anyway, but <laughs> still, obviously, no, sport. he played a massive part. Yeah, oh. yeah, it, yeah. It'd be interesting to see their best and fairest count because if he's all Australian, that puts him in the top handful probably.
2: Yeah, true. Um, no, one on. more good thing, just seeing Patrick Dangerfield get a flag. I think just. Yeah is very good then like he's one of the best players of the generation mm. for him to like walk out of his career without a flag would have been underwhelming mm. so
1: uh, hopefully Nathan Fife gets a flag well yeah. I was sort of having the discussion with someone the other day actually sort of about the trifecta danger Dusty Fife. like before this game I would have had Fife comfortably ahead of Dangerfield now it's very tough yeah it's hard to make that argument isn't it yeah, mm.
0: yeah I guess so I mean I, I prefer to look at them more as individuals I, I, I think
1: Dusty's probably number one because of the yeah. And norms. yeah, I think and so. And a couple of brown lows.
0: I think so too because he's he plays a more of an impact forward role as well so yeah. his stats will decline. He won't get the same amount of brown low votes but if he played as a midfielder all the time he would get the probably that second yeah. brown low. Doesn't um, he have two? No, one brown low, two. two norms?
2: One brown low, three norms. Yeah. Three norms. Yeah,
0: Fuck, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. Of course, he won all three. Yeah. yeah. Um. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, But I think premierships can be a little bit overstated in AFL looking at individuals... You have that, to take it into account though I think it's very minor Because I, oh, I think, it, I think no. it's kind of a basketball concept Where they're one of five But I don't think Fife is any less of a player I, I, Personally like, on your point I don't think Dangerfield goes ahead of Fife Just because he played in a, an amazing Geelong side for, for, uh, yeah. Fife has never played in a quality side like that, that doesn't, That's not a ref, uh, reflection of him
2: yeah so you're saying like who is the better player that like the grand final win doesn't determine it but like oh, you when you go down like in the history books there's like the, the greats adults. yeah like yeah. <laughs> the adams keep what it pg <laughs> it's, it's a
0: word it worked. it sounds sexual <laughs> yeah
2: like if if you look at like who's the best player versus who was a, the greatest player i think like the term great what like you need a premiership to yeah, consider yourself like a great. I don't
0: know. That's how I think of it. Like. Well, that settles the Josh Kennedy versus Matthew Pavlich. <laughs> <laughs> Rats. Yeah, that does make should. sense. Well, yeah, I, I agree to disagree because I don't think that takes away anything from Pavlich. It's circumstantial that it he wasn't playing in the in the best side. Mm. You know, I mean, you got close, I guess. But yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to a little bit of. Uh, current events in the trade scene I feel like trades 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 trades, everybody trades 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 that's good that's enough hype hello Um, today we're talking about trades uh yeah so obviously trades have um really ramped up and it's I was saying to Bush I think on the last part I don't remember it ever being this hot this early because normally trade radio starts I feel like it starts after the grand final but this Mm. year it started like the semi-finals yeah like a
2: month ago yeah
0: and it's a reflection of how much shit is going on. Mm. Like, I've made like three videos on it, and there's just something different to say every single time. Um, and then, yeah, you know, since I think I did one a couple of days ago on every, every club's trade target, go check that out. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's still a fair bit that I didn't even cover in that video. So, Jordan DeGoey. Mm. is the hottest name on today's news anyway. <laughs> uh, it'll change again next uh, next couple of days. But this one is a bit confusing. Bush, we were talking about it earlier. There's some mixed reports oh, yeah. about what's happening. So what's your understanding of the Jordan Dugowie situation?
1: Well, I remember about this time yesterday I was doing the old Reddit scroll and I saw someone link a Twitter Twitter thing saying, yeah, Jordan Dugowie confirmed sticking with Collingwood. Yeah, and I saw that. And then I've a bunch of stuff today going, yeah, St. Kilda think they're still in the race. Mm. Yeah, Essendon still think they're in the race. Mm. It's just like, have you been keeping up with the Dugowie side? Not
2: really. I, I just saw that thing that Bush mentioned. Like, someone saying degoy has, like, been confirmed to re-sign to Collingwood. But... Yeah. Um... Yeah, that contract clause is a bit bit of a sticky one. It's not like they didn't have Dane Swan on their list ten years ago who would go to Vegas and do every drug under the sun like Whoa whoa whoa, allegedly. <laughs> it, it would have happened this is though. Getting up <laughs> <long time. laughs> but yeah, okay, that's an extreme allegation. Right. But you, you know what I mean, like I meant
1: Jane Swan. <laughs> you can't accuse him of having a good time. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like, yeah. They're a champion of like champion players like Degowie and Swan. Um, I don't know, like, can you just say to someone like we're not going to give you a contract if you go and do this it's like bro if I show up and I'm the best player on the field most weeks just allow me to do
1: whatever I want to do in my free time within reason some of the shit he's been caught doing is a bit out of go. yeah no, that's
0: true yeah well yeah let's also be aware that like t- times have changed a little bit so even from 10 years ago um, sponsor um, sensitivity to like being associated with bad stuff mm. is a lot they're a lot more sensitive than they used to be. So that's why there's a different standard on Jordan Degoe than there was on Dane Swan. I think what, so for those who are unaware, Jordan Degoe apparently was offered a contract by uh, Collingwood and rejected it purely on the basis of the behavioral conditions. But the, we, we never actually heard what exactly those clauses were. They He said that, the, he rejected Well I think his manager said It was too broad and arbitrary The requirements mm-hmm. I later also read that it, There was some I, I don't know how true this is But I think I read it On some unreliable source But they <laughs> said, suggested that it, it kind of allowed Collingwood To terminate his contract At any time Yeah okay So, so without Like there was a lot of criticism On degoey And, and Pies fans kind of arced up And they were like Well if he can't commit To the behavioural standards Why do we want this guy anyway But we don't know exactly which what issue he had with the contract, which mm. I think is key. Because if you read a contract that's completely vague and unbalanced... You that, cannot be a bad boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly a great example of a... Not that that would ever be real. But, um, but you know what I mean? You've got to be specific. So yeah. it's not as though it said you can't do Class A drugs at, at work and yeah. he's like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> it's not like that happened. Yeah. Um, so I I, when I read that... It's I like my, you were
1: not allowed to travel during the buy rounds to yeah. Bali... Indonesia yeah Melbourne yeah so that would be an example of something that's specific
0: but probably too restrictive so the AFL Players Association has made a reasonable point point about this as well they came out and said that they're against extra behavioural clauses on players because there's already a set of standards in the AFL already so you know you can't get caught with drugs more than a couple of times anyway like there's already mm. things in place that yeah. can protect clubs from from this happening so placing more on a player like i don't know what, what do you guys think about that
1: yeah it's a tough one to enforce like guys are gonna do what they do in their free time and like as long as they can keep it out of the public eye they sort of same with it i'll give you an example of what what could be and i'll use my own club
0: here willie rioli right if willie rioli gets caught with marijuana again junior Rioli, sorry if let's say he gets busted with possession or something like that, he may not actually be liable to be sacked under the AFL rules. Mm. But the Eagles well, or poor Adelaide now, in theory, could place a requirement on them to say, Hey, like one more count of possession or whatever, yeah. and you're done. Do you think that would be fair? Or do you think that's, do you think that's an unfair standard you're placing on? A
2: player? I don't like this view of like oh we've got to be good in the public eye and then you turn on the brown brownlow and there's just players like <laughs> downing drinks like oh Australia has a drinking culture it's fine <laughs> I don't know I think um yeah it's hard to sort of it's like borderline coercion to say like sign this contract and here like you can't do this like here here is your livelihood like he wants to play for Collingwood obviously he doesn't want to leave. So how are they just gonna like yeah try to dictate all these different parts of his life to make him retain what he's already got? I, I just think that's like wrong.
0: Yeah, it's hard to know without specifics. Like yeah. placing too many restrictions, like like the extreme end would be like a curfew, or, you know, don't go out. Mm. Um, like that would be extreme end. But without knowing like the little nuanced stuff, um, it's hard to really criticize it. But I think the AFL PA makes a reasonable argument that there's already these like, conditions in place with your contract. Yeah. So adding extra ones on, even for a player that has um, messed up in the past, it's hard to imagine ones that would be all right, if that makes sense. Because isn't
1: there still, like, the disrepute to the game shit they can can you on anyway? Yeah. So if he does something extreme again, they can probably just get him on disrepute to the game or whatever. Yeah. Although That's pretty vague as it is. Mm. Yeah. It's a tough
0: one. Let us know in the comments what you think. Um, So, yeah, to, to sum up on the Dugowie issue... Uh, as we were saying, there was an article that suggested he, he'd re-signed, renegotiated those contracts, smoothed it all out with Collingwood. Uh, that was 24 hours ago, and then about five, six hours ago, we saw an article suggesting St Kilda are like really, like hopeful
1: that they're going to sign him. They've so mm. they're offered a three nights out on the town away. <laughs> <laughs> three nights away. Yeah, that
0: would be that would be compelling.
1: And one sure. bag every month.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs. No.
0: Yeah, so like we were saying, this shapes as one of the biggest trade periods ever. Um, I don't know about you guys. I don't remember a trade period being this explosive. Do you, Do you remember? Do you recall last year's being really underwhelming?
2: Yeah. I don't really don't like. I've only been following AFL closely True. for like three, four years. True. So. I suppose it's all
0: relative. I feel like it was 2019. We did the deadline day live stream, and it was just we couldn't even keep up with it. It was like four teams like queuing up in the final minute to get in that um into that room, uh, and then it was like five minutes after deadline day you hear. Female's got James Ash or, or, or some example of that, uh, but this year I feel like I'll, I'll name is the, the following clubs are like up in their neck, up to their neck in it rather. So Collingwood's got about four players they're juggling. Yeah. Brisbane, who've got to get Josh Dunkley and um, you know enough picks for two father sons this year, one of whom is pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just been uh, uh, Jack Unson's just requested a trade. Yeah. Um, Isn't he a free agent? He's Nelson? a free agent. He is a free agent, but we'll touch on that because I, I think that could end up as a trade. Gold Coast, um, obviously losing Rankin and linked to like three other players. Ben Long is one of them. Port Adelaide themselves are still in the Dunkley race, getting Junior Rioli, Fremantle, Luke Jackson, and then all the players that might uh, request a trade. The Western Bulldogs with Lockie Hunter, Josh Dunkley, Rory Lobb, and then secure Lockie Hunter. Lockie Hunter, yeah. I hadn't heard that one. Where's yeah, he going? That emerged a couple of days ago that he is uh, looking for a fresh start somewhere else. Oh shit! Fair so enough. yeah, so it's sort of bleeding a bit of midfield talent now, but potentially getting in a few tolls in the yeah. lob, uh, um, Liam Jones and one other defender that I have forgotten who Oh Tomlinson. It was actually Tomlinson. He's actually oh, yeah. he's actually done a medical there. So ah. um, and then St Kilda who've you know potentially losing Brad Hill, Hunter Clark, although they've come out and said they're probably gonna keep Clark, that probably depends on Degowie. And then Jordan D'Agoe. Yeah. So that's that's six clubs seven clubs there. That was just
2: brushing over him as well. Yeah, that was yeah. seven
0: clubs there who are like Got a lot of shit going on and then i reckon you could point to almost every club in the league who are looking at at least one to two players
2: yeah gws are gonna be busy
0: yeah yeah they're doing their (laughs) annual fire sale (laughs) 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 i didn't even mention richmond who are gonna get taranto and hopper yeah potentially going to win the trade period so uh yeah this is unprecedented i think and it is it seems to be increasing each year last year was the exception um, but gee, it's good for content, Drew. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, you're going to be the content man this next month for trades, mate. Yeah, it's contentment. <laughs> but yeah, there's plenty going on. Plenty going on. Brisbane seems to be everyone's like go to right now. But mm-hmm. like, what what is it with Brisbane? Like, do do the players just know that that's going to be like the next dynasty or uh, premiership spot? Like. Jack Gunson requesting a trade, Dunkley, like, mm. it's Brisbane. It's well, not, like, a destination place. It's probably lovely specifically, place
1: specifically, I think, his missus or something is from there and he's bought a house in Queensland, so okay. he sort of has a bit of I
0: can't answer that, although background. I do think... I thought his, his missus played uh, netball for an Adelaide
1: team. Yeah, that I think she's just moved to link. Queensland or something, yeah. Okay. I, or she plays in Adelaide and lives in Queensland the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. She's playing in Adelaide at the moment but lives in Queensland yeah, right. oh, really? yeah, most of the year. Okay, there you go then. yeah.
2: But Gunson's a weird one. I that suppose that's been talked about. For that's a lot years, of
1: ex-Hawks eh? old guys mm. go to Brisbane. That's a bit of a recurring theme. Fagan? Hodge, Birchall, the, yeah, like, yeah. Fagan. Yeah. Fagan was at Hawthorne.
0: so um, yeah, that that's that link. Right. Well, he might
2: not be there for
0: the first bit of oh, yeah. next year as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't actually. Out yeah. I didn't. We, we could probably talk about it a little bit. I don't really know too much about the situation, but um, yeah, that's so why I didn't put it in this podcast. But obviously, there's that. Racism allegation at Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, so, for anyone who didn't know, <laughs> uh, so Clarkson and Fags. Uh, have both stepped down, or Fagan stepped down and Clarkson's They've suspended? Defer- Clarkson's
1: deferred his start.
0: Start at
2: North. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, saw, I just saw some random thing the other day, but they said like they're probably not going to be available for round one. Like the investigation's going to be that long, wow. ongoing. Sure, could be wrong.
0: Could be talking wow. shite, and just saw some random post on mm. Facebook. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I suppose there's no good time for a racism allegation. Although it, it just seems like awkward timing, in particular for trade period, because. There's a number of players who I reckon are going to North for the mm. first time ever. North's going to get a whole heap of recruits, yeah. um, and it's undoubtedly because Clarkson's there. Yeah. So if there's now doubt on on his future, there, it makes it a bit awkward for someone like a Griffin Logie, yeah. or a Brad hey, Hill. Please stay. please stay,
1: Logie Bear. Please stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Logie's the only one I want to
2: keep. That it's that's right. heartbreaking. That one, yeah. like yeah. drafted from Perth, like top pick heart and soul of the club yeah, like yeah. loved by all of the boys and he's just like no nah, I'm just going to go play for North Melbourne <laughs> what? Like, we're on the cusp of a premiership window oh really yeah yeah nah, like, and he leaves I didn't like, know you were gonna probably say for window. an extra few
1: <laughs> probably an extra million or so I'd guess on the- you reckon? yeah it sounds like he's getting a couple hundred thousand a year from North and longer term Okay. Yeah,
0: so that and the, probably the preferred position of, yeah, like, he's going to yeah. play yeah. job security. And yeah. then Clarkson as well. Yeah. Like, so Josh like, Gibson
1: like. was the role that he was sprooked.
0: Yeah, right. A former yeah. North player as well, before <laughs> Hawthorne. Yeah. There's no one remembers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> back in my day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't,
2: yeah. Shut up. I think Collingwood are pretty brave going back in, like, for all these players after, like, the salary cap issues that they've just had. They must yeah. have it under control, obviously. Well, uh, I
0: think Grundy's going to be to up. Yeah. So Grundy potentially getting offloaded to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems, as the way it's reported, the the relationship with Grundy is so strained that he's definitely not at Collingwood next yeah, year. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, but it, uh, the way it was reported as well is that he feels a bit pushed out, a bit like Shrull. Yeah. So they're aggressively kind of, oh shit, let's just offload all these, let's play, Are all they
2: these gonna, players off our list. Yeah. Are they going to pay a portion of his contract? Yeah. yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, That's no, crazy. <laughs>
0: to join a like fellow contender yeah in melbourne who just literally down the road yeah yeah exactly crazy um, who are obviously probably gonna save some money with jackson and then nita ruckman as well um
2: gold coast another weird one just like offloading that top round one draft pick for a bag of chips who are you referring oh, to oh the
1: bows where they're attached oh to yeah sorry the bows. Yes. yeah yeah like what is going on wait so that
2: do, do you get bows and the pick
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the Will Brody deal, but on steroids. That well, is silly. even though Bose probably isn't quite as good as Brody, and he's on more money, it sounds like
0: he's probably he's better than Brody was at the time.
1: Mm.
0: Now Brody's a better player, yeah. but uh, but Bose I think presents more uh, as a, in terms of value than Brody did at the time. But we have to be cognizant of the fact here that we don't know what they are asking for, mm. so we we kind of assumed, oh yes, we'll give you pick seven and Bose for pick fifty, yeah, because that's a Gold Coast thing to do. But <laughs> I'd imagine they're looking to trade into next year's draft. Mm. So they have way too many picks this year. Uh, they have like three or four second rounders. Um, they're going to get their own pick and uh, the pick for Isaac Rankin. So they're looking for pick five plus. They mm-hmm. came out and said the pick five is not going to be enough. And then um, and they've also got salary cap issues. So what I think they're doing is offloading players. They, um, they're contracted and they can't afford anymore. So you're Fiorini, Sharp, and Bose. And, and then I think they're going to try and push their assets Into next year's draft Because they don't have enough spots on the list To draft these players yeah, okay. So that's why they're going to cop a little bit of a loss on everything So Sharp will go cheap Fiorini will go cheap And then they're going to put pick seven Hopefully into next year um, And then yeah Probably fire off a few second rounders for you just we, Apparently that, they said they were going to Attach second rounders to players So like Fiorini and 26 for a future pick, yeah. Okay. So again, yeah, just no value in that at all. Literally fire sale, yeah. stuff like Two for the price of one. Yeah. So it's kind of a reflection of the um, the disadvantages of the situation they were in. They couldn't retain players, so they they gave these big contracts to players that they didn't really like didn't warrant that price. Yeah. Uh, and now are offloading them.
2: It's weird how an expansion club like wouldn't have had that helping hand from the AFL to make sure that this didn't happen. Mm. You were talking about it on the last podcast how like you're sort of worried about GWS at this point. Like, mm. where do they go to from here? Like, they've had, like, all of this talent come through and developed and now, like, Taranto, Hopper, mm. Bobby Hill, they're just like, no, nah, we're going to dip. I don't think players like playing for GWS because there's just no history. Well, there's no history. culture. Yeah. There's
0: no, there's no retention culture. So,
1: mm. you know, like nobody really leaves Geelong they'll they'll come and play for him mm. even um, Brizzy at least most of us probably grew up seeing him get that free peat in the early 2000s that's sort of somewhat in people's well they did have that
0: horror run of retention and yeah. now they're good again yeah, um, yeah w- w- thankfully my club as well has really been really good with retention as well um, but yeah w- I guess like it's just there's no real stigma about Doing mm. your four years at Chevrolet, and requesting you to because you're like, okay, just join the rest of them in the line. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we'll process your deals shortly." And funny thing is, the one year they tried to make a stand was Cam McCarthy, where Freo <laughs> was, and where Frio were offering two first round picks for Cam McCarthy. That is they ridiculous. Refused out of principle because I was sick of bleeding players. So he came homesick for you and we ended up getting him for a couple of seconds or one second mm. or some shit like As that.
2: As if we almost traded two first round picks shit. for Cam
1: McCarthy. Yeah. That Jeez. would have been the most free-o thing ever. You yeah. did swap seven for three though, and then they swapped three
0: for two, so they got Taranto out of it. Yeah. And now like he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. circle PWS BWS. <laughs> yeah. But like,
2: what does it say about the longevity of this club?
0: Yeah. It's tough. I'm just like, their results have been satisfactory, definitely, but I'm worried about do how do they recover from this losing Taranto and Hopper in one hit now? do they just keep drafting and reselling them back to yeah. Victorian clubs well
2: you're going to have to draft players that actually want to play like when was it Tanner Bruin got drafted he was just like for fuck's sake like, he's <laughs> one leaving too he's one leaving yeah, yeah. straight yeah. back to Geelong to play
0: his entire career most
2: likely yeah
0: there's a few players linked to Geelong as well Like Jack Bowes is also uh, I read on I think it was um, Instagram, whether it be trade radio or Seven AFL, I figure I'm always really bad at the source. Yeah. But uh, Ge- Geelong are the favourite for Jack Bowes. Yeah. So I don't know how that. I saw Dangerfield's very excited for that for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> makes sense. I suppose they got a little bit of money now with um, Selwood retiring, Dalhouse retired today as well. Mm. Um But yeah, it's pretty pretty bizarre.
2: Frio are in a weird position with mm. yeah, as I said premiership window cusp mm. um like blake acres we traded him in that that brad hill trade wasn't it And like he sort of didn't seem keen to come back and then as soon as his contract's done just dip straight back to melbourne mm. i think people just want to live in melbourne it's a cooler city
0: i believe he was um lowballed is that
1: yeah he where, got lowballed contracts yeah it sounds okay carton offered an extra year and an extra 100 a year
2: yeah mm. oh there you go yeah but yeah great great player for us this year and then like Rory Lobb I don't really care for With Jackson coming in yeah. Potentially
0: Yeah that, that's happening by the way What Luke Jackson coming yeah. in Yeah I um I From a friend of a friend It came from the horse's mouth So Oh really yeah. I mean West Coast <laughs> Yeah West Coast pretty much pulled out publicly as well Yeah Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you back. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but um, I think I think it was like the Warriors kept secret,
1: but yeah, yeah. He just, he up with um, him with and Sean picture. Darcy at Metros or wherever that picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see Metros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and such a Metros picture. <laughs> we strongly suspect Joycey took that
0: picture. He was in Fremantle that night. <laughs> nah. People that
2: say that like, oh, I don't rate Luke Jackson are imbeciles. Like he's the like the next nit that sort of thing. Yeah, like generational.
1: Like, potential-wise. Like, he's only been yeah. playing football as he's chosen sport. With you. <laughs> Pretty much. He's like Anakin, mate. He came in late. Bro, he came tr- into the Jedi Order late. True.
2: Straight up Anakin. Anakin. <laughs> About to Jack- fuck Anakin, shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. But, like, his ability to... Um, like, his second and third and fourth effort for Ruckman is second to none in the competition already. Um, can play... Yeah, well, we haven't seen him play forward much, but... Apparently can play that key forward role as well
1: Sounds like Freya have been spoken him Like a Mark Blitzarves type of role though I'd love that Yeah, that'd be pretty sick Because
2: he literally plays like a midfielder Like after the, the yeah. right contest He's at ground level And yeah. we've seen how beneficial it's been To have uh, Blitzarves and Reece Stanley In the centre bounce So yeah. I'd, I'd love to see that
1: Especially with a couple of smaller guys Like a Sarong Brayshaw, Jackson yeah. and Three guys in the circle with Fridge tapping it down That'd be nice
0: Big swag My concern yeah. with Jackson would be like you're paying a lot of money for a guy you don't know his best position yet. Mm. He is still young enough to turn it around. It's not like he's 27 and doesn't ever know yeah. a, a bre- uh, best position. Um, he's no Brent Staker, but <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that's my issue. I'm, I'm quite yeah. glad we we're not in the running, not because he's not good, uh, but because it would have been too risky for us.
2: Are you scared by the fact that like we've seen how a trade like different scale, but like the Tim Kelly situation, um, how that? Sort of has transpired in hindsight Considering Yeah What we're going to have to give up For
1: Luke Jackson Does that like concern you As a freeo fan That a few it does years a little Like especially with the fact We've bled guys like Logue As a result of it Yeah and, like, It's a direct result Of us going for Jackson We've had to sort of Lowball Logan and stuff To the point where he's Considered these other offers Yeah The other guys you can Sort of live with They're replaceable Like Akers Jackson i oh, say sorry not Akers you can replace them With like Johnson Or as- yeah. Nurse, mm. Warner Those sort of dudes Mm-hmm job yeah. eh I don't he know doesn't want to be about, here tim kelly deal went fine <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah
2: it, i yeah. just don't want like the cracks to start appearing in <laughs> the uh, team camaraderie Like once Like a How old was Luke Jackson Like 21, 22 20 I think 20 yeah. he Stupid He have
0: been 2001 born So 21 I reckon Yeah My age Nuts yeah. Yeah, true. Crazy
2: Crazy yeah. But like you see Like a young druzy Come through the door And he's already on Like 800k a year They're yeah. just gonna be like oh, the fuck is that guy You know <laughs> what I mean yeah. Like when like Bray Shaw's are on They've been there Grafting Laying the groundwork Like I, I suppose They're all gonna like Welcome him With open arms yeah. But like he comes With a Big price tag and, um, yeah, I suppose a fair amount of external pressure. But as JL always says, we don't
0: focus on the external. So yeah. It's funny that you're the same age as Luke Jackson and I'm older than Tim Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> the similarities. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of overlap here. Yeah, me and Luke Jackson both love metros. Yeah, you're about to take over. I'm about to be pushed into
2: retirement. I'm <laughs> not about to take over. I have doubts. Three <laughs> I days doubt. into Silver October. <laughs> say, yeah, yeah.
0: The clarity. All right, enough, enough talk about this, um, this boring trade stuff. Let's get to the real stories, guys. Jaden Hunt to West Coast. <laughs> Have you seen this? I saw this, yes. I think this is actually a little bit more interesting th- than the surface would suggest. Uh, does that make sense? 27 years old. Yeah. Do you think it's a bit weird for West Coast to be going for a 27-year-old running defender? When
2: I saw it, it just like screamed Nathan Wilson to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's... I don't want to say it because it 'cause it'll probably it could happen, but like you don't see Jaden Hunt really winning a flag in the next five, six years.
0: Mm. Well he won a premiership. No, I mean yeah.
2: with with West Coast, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like yeah. in terms of where West Coast are at. And that's just like Nathan Wilson, will he be in our best twenty two in the next few years? Probably not. Mm. So like great, great player. Yeah. Um yeah, great runner. Has a big, big leg on him. It's a good pickup. Disposals a
1: bit iffy with Hunter. It's a, he's a bit yeah. like I think he's kind of been pushed out by Ed Langdon going there as well. Like yeah. For those sort of run all day, slightly butcher it, but good <laughs> runner types. Yeah. Slightly butchered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just thought I think it's a weird target. So for us, we clearly identified um, leg speed in the back half. So Yo played a bit in there when he wasn't injured. Jones played there to some ex- success. And we're looking at a 27-year-old running defender to just completely like, improve in the short mm. term. And I just think that's a curious move. And then I saw Stephen Silvani made the point. He's like, with well, the Eagles play, play, like, re-signing their veterans other than um, Kennedy, going for a 27-year-old Jaden Hunt, they're loading up for one more. And I'm into it, <laughs> baby! <laughs> Premiership 2023. It's just no, not going to happen. I'm being facetious a little bit, but it does... He thinks they're Collingwood. It seems at odds with where we need to head. And the so the opportunity cost here for the Eagles is like, so he's going to be unrestricted free agent. It's only a list spot. We can presumably afford it. Uh, we're not giving up a draft pick. We're still going to take all the draft picks we need to. But I've obviously they see him as a 27-turning, 28-year-old best 22 player. I'm yeah. a little bit surprised that we're trying to improve the side... As it is right now with the twenty-seven-year-old,
2: I just think it's so depressing losing games. Like just to get <laughs> someone in, that's just like, yeah, just give us some runoff halfback because yeah, that's been your big issue, hasn't it? Like moving the ball from yeah. defense to attack, and yeah. yeah, I think he just sort of puts a bit of duct tape over that.
0: Yeah, bang. So it's a weird move, but I um, rate it.
2: I think it's I think it's a good move.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not against it in isolation, but uh, I'm just interested in where uh, where we see the list this year because. We are do- we're not doing anything really other than taking our draft picks to suggest that we're going to play the kids next year. Mm. So yeah, that's an interesting one.
2: If you think Jaden Hunt's going to add to like a <laughs> an effort of a premiership, you're delusional. Mm. I think. <laughs> yeah, like, unless you like
0: think it, it's it, going to happen in the next three years, which obviously unless your name y- Stephen Silvani. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, well, he is a smart bloke. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, well, I like what he, well, he wasn't
0: saying he thinks the Eagles will win one. He thinks the Eagles are gearing up for one. That's two different things. Yeah, okay, so, true. And he thinks the Eagles think they can win. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. I guess yes. that makes sense for Trevor Nisbet at the helm. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's just pure delusion, though. Like, oh, maybe I could be wrong. And he, I don't know. The, the
0: forward line In midfield is just like not top ten in the AFL right now. No, no, the midfield sucks. But we, yeah, I mean, not to get into excuses for the West Coast, but we. We haven't really seen the team like fully fit in like yeah. so. Yeah. Uh I think we'll be better than people expect but that doesn't mean much. How many
2: of your current like forward line players would you expect to be there in 6 7 years? So obviously Oscar Allen.
0: 6 or 7 years is a long time.
2: Oscar Allen, maybe yeah, Liam Oscar. Ryan.
0: Uh Liam Ryan would be like 33 in 6 or 7 years I think. Yeah, I think okay. he's 26. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, he's like my age. Yeah.
1: Uh, Not that's a good many point,
0: though. No. Um Jack Williams yeah, maybe. And obviously, oh, he's, he's played one of... game, so no,
2: no. He only played one game. Was yeah. it against North? Yes.
0: <laughs> That's because we literally had no one else to Yeah. It, like, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. Well, enough of the trade talk, as interesting <laughs> as that was. New AFL game. Have you heard of this? <laughs> I want to talk about it. Go on. I love AFL games. Well, I, I hate all of them except for one. <laughs> Life but I love six. the idea of, a, of an AFL game. Have you seen mm. the trailer for it? I haven't. Has it come out? Yeah. No. Nah. Or actually, is it? I'm just yeah. seeing photos. I think it's a teaser trailer. Um, so it was like Geelong and Sydney in the grand final, and it had like kits, set shots and, and stuff like that. So you knew it was mm-hmm.
2: coming, though. I saw like, like leaked
0: photos or something. Yeah. 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 What is your experience with AFL Game Stories?
2: Uh, the 2011 game when it was like the Collingwood and St. Kilda mm. cover. That was mm. a fun fun game. I think that was like the first. Oh, not the first game It wasn't I the first,
0: but it was the first one in a while. I think four years. Yeah, so
2: it was like maybe the first one on like 360 and yeah. PS3. You are right. Um, That was good fun. And then AFL Evolution, the one that came... Was it AFL Evolution One that came out on Xbox One and AFL PS4? AFL Live Two in between that? Yeah.
0: And then the same people did AFL Evolution One and Two.
2: Yeah. So I didn't get AFL Evolution Two. AFL Evolution One, I did a career mode with Tiprat and then never played it again. Yeah. It was shit. <laughs> it's just like when you go go and play FIFA, it's Like when you go back to playing AFL Evolution, it's like playing Minecraft. Mm. <laughs> yeah. well, I
0: got some good news for you. Yeah. You like this. Okay. Big Ant Studios made AFL Live uh, 11, mm. no, 2011, it wasn't called 11. Yeah. Good game, good mechanics, like it actually felt fun to play. Yeah. You could only play a uh, single season, there was no career mode, so that sucked. Mm. Um, then uh, Wicked Witch took over, they did the Wii game, and then they made AFL Live 2. Worst abomination I've <laughs> ever played in my life. AFL Evolution 1 and 2, very flawed. Yeah. But... Big Ant Studios has taken back over the license. We're back, baby! Yeah, this, I think this is a huge win, and we're back for the Wii games. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, there's career mode. Uh, I don't think there's a be a pro, but there's manager mode or coach mode, whatever it's called. Ma- yeah, I think it's called management mode actually. And the, these guys, uh, not that you would have played this, but they made Cricket '19 and '22, and it's actually a genuinely good game. Yeah. the best cricket game on the market, and that's a global market. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also did some rugby games and stuff like that. And they were genuinely good. Yeah, okay. So I think this has a lot of potential to be a genuinely good
2: AFL We need player. a good AFL game.
0: <sighs> Big Ant taking over is the biggest win in this space for 11 years. <laughs> since I last took over the license. I've done my waiting. Yeah. 12 years <laughs> of it. <laughs> <In> As- <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Cool. All right. I just wanted to touch base on that because that is very exciting. So that's going to launch early next year.
2: There needs um, to be like an ultimate team type game. Like they yeah. need to make the online experience. Like no one plays single player these days. It's all online with your mates. Yeah,
0: um, I'm in the minority who loves like FIFA Manager mode. But
2: for the most part, yeah, you like are, you are yeah. the mo- minority. But um, like. <laughs> FIFA Ultimate. I'm Asian.
1: <laughs> Make more money to develop the game too. If you do like the player packs and that. Sort yeah, of shit. exactly. It like more money back into well, the
2: game. Not exactly play to win, but yeah, the packs and um, yeah, but being able to buy coins and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, didn't Evo Evo had like online? Like, what what was it? It was
2: games? just like you'd play as whatever team. Like yeah. you couldn't. Oh, maybe you could create a team and play against your mates, but like yeah. there was no like divisions or like ranked. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. that was, and I didn't do it, but yeah. so it was well, a I shit think, game I anyway. I think you're
0: right. Yeah, the game suck The the key to, um, to AFL games progressing is to get a um, one title out there and then just keep yeah. going with the same the same uh, game engine and developing it exactly. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, AFL Evolution they only did like three games, but it, it still kind of sucked. Whereas Big Ant in one game did an amazing job. Yeah, and then if you look at like their Cricket 22 Career Mode, there's like not that everyone loves this stuff but there's like press conferences you actually yeah. have conversations and stuff like that like, that's so far ahead of what we've ever seen before mm-hmm. so I reckon give this big end this game and then one more and I reckon like we will actually have a very playable.
2: Game. Yeah, a proper like my player
1: like two K experience would yeah, be sick. Right. Yeah, two ks starting to get a bit ridiculous though. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, with all that sort of stuff, it's gone too far that way. Really? Like you literally have to walk around this village and shit for ages. Oh. And do <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, like when you go on and uh, when uh, more so when I was a nerdy kid, not like now I wasn't a nerdy adult. But uh, you, you go on the forums and like people have like their FIFA wish lists or AFL, even AFL wish lists, and there's dumb shit like be a referee mode. <laughs> and it's like, mate, you don't even realise how boring that would be. Like, you're just requesting it because you just thought of it. Yeah. Like, can you imagine doing a career mode as a referee? That, that Red car! Yeah. Holding the ball. After a certain while, those press conferences and stuff, they get boring. Yeah. Like, and, and all that. So, yeah, it's a fine art. But when it people, first
2: came into 2K, it was so much fun yeah. though. Like, yeah, being able yeah. to answer in press conferences and it was but once like... Once
0: you played the game a few times, it's very repetitive. Yeah. Same thing with FIFA manager mode. Like, there was a press conference element you would just skip it after a while yeah. it's just the same questions yeah but yeah anyway. in the
1: early of the latest 2k actually I'll give it a bit of credit it was like you, if, depending what you say depends what happens in the story like so if you're like yeah, a cocky like like yeah. asshole in the story yeah mode, that's cool it's like, well yeah. that yeah that, like I, like, I that, came like, out and that's yeah fuck my coach he should start me pretty much <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: right right yeah. Well, so that's cool but like yeah. yeah the generic stuff's boring
2: well there's only so many ways you can make the NBA it's like you go through yeah. college and then you go undrafted yeah. and then you go play overseas and then you start at yeah. high school and then it's like and now you're
1: twerking on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the usual cliche, the press conference thing usually just turns into like the usual. Yeah, full credit to the boys. It was a good four quarter effort. Mm. Everyone oh. played their role to perfection. Yeah, all those cliches. Th- those cliches give me aids. I was I was watching. <laughs> I um, think that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was watching a waffle game earlier in the season of a player that I've like known in the past. Um, and he got interviewed after the game. He's a really good player. Um I'll tell you who is after the game. But it was the most like stock standard interview you could ever get. I'm like, this dude doesn't have a soul, bro. Mm. Like, Full credit to the boys. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We knew they were
0: probably side, they were gonna come out hard for yeah. that every
2: time. We
1: knew yeah.
2: we need a four quarter effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, bro, head. If if you went and spoke to like your mum or your best mate after a game you wouldn't be like oh yeah full credit to the boys are yeah good for four quarter effort like just speak about what actually happened yeah did
1: you see me bloody tackle that bloke
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't even playing anyway <laughs> uh we'll probably wrap it up there soon because we've got about five minutes on that camera. So okay. um thank you for coming on to the show, Drezy. No worries. Um, what can you tell us about what to expect from your channel? I know you're gonna go into a busy period with uni. Mm. Uh, are you gonna be uploading and uh what's what's coming in the future for you? I
2: don't know what the next month or two is gonna look like. I yeah. just need to get up, manscaped ads. <laughs> 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 um, so maybe it's like just tutorials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, platinum package uh, DIY or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> 4.0, baby. Um, yeah, I, don't, I actually don't know. Um, I was writing in my diary last night about like the, the next year is going to be no idea. Mm. So I can't even provide an answer at all. <laughs> Analysis. Um, True Footy Enterprises, Freddy Limited, coming yeah, soon. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank um, you, mate, This me. May, be, may be the last time for a while. Maybe we'll do a pod uh, before December. Uh, but we can do that on your channel. Yeah, like, Drew Zian. If you want. You were the last guest. guest. Just oh, oh, yeah. I think
2: you've been on like four of the 12 episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> that's all right. Thing, baby. Joe Rogan has his friends on all the time. Yeah, that's
1: hey, fine. Yeah, that's cool. It's I'll cool. be your Joey Diaz, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, what's his name? Who's that real controversial dude? Um, Alex, Alex Jones. I can do an Alex Jones. Yeah, <laughs> you probably
0: are the Alex Jones of the AFL world. Oh, baby, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Sam Mitchell did no. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: that's got to do it. (laughs) Thank you for listening, guys. Um, You can watch this on YouTube and listen on Spotify. Can you listen to it? At this point, it's too late. You've already listened to or watched the whole thing, so there's no point to go on the other platform. (laughs) Save your jokes. Ah. I'll see you in the next one. Bye. (laughs) Nice.